Welcome to Verbal Diary, the podcast, with your hosts, Cy Joblin and James Norton. Strap yourself in for the rants and bants. Okay, we are recording. Take one. Hello. Are we on? I think we're on. I think we're working. We're on. We're, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're really doing it, man. It's been like how long? Ages. A month. A month? I think it's been about a month. Emphasis on oh. That's a while. It's been ages. And we're testing our podcast capabilities in a whole new environment today. Technically, yes. Because we are sitting together. I'm looking at your face. Um, across a table. And we've chosen a really noisy space to do this in. So if there's background noise, well, blame the world. Blame everyone else, not us. It's not my fault. Not my fault either. Not my fault. Blame, blame them. Because you, you brought your fancy microphone in. I did. Yeah. Not sure it's that fancy, but you brought the, a good microphone in. <laughs> well, it's more fancy than the typical headsets I normally plug in. And I think audio quality is better than the AirPods, personally. Oh, I'm sure it's much better than the AirPods. Now, this microphone has some switches on the back. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to work out what the, the, the switch does. There's a switch from one, two, and three. I don't know if it's just mic check and then you do the switch. But I'm not going to mess with it because it's a little bit delicate as well. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm on the, the website for the company that makes this thing, looking at the thing, like the product page, mm-hmm. and I still can't work out what the switches do. It's got a two condenser capsule design for capturing vocals, music, podcasts, gaming, and more. Wow. It's got cardioid omni and cardioid with pad pickup options. Ah, it's the pickup options. It must be pick it up, pick up, pick up. So I just don't know what the switch positions mean. And I'm on an iPad, and it won't let me download the. Let me see if I can do it this way, actually. But yeah. So anyway, hello, hello. How are you? I'm I'm very well. I'm I'm much better than before the podcast, the last break, I guess. So what have you been up to since we last spoke, Mr. Joblin? I've had an holiday. An holiday? An holiday, oh, yes. It's been wonderful. We uh, buggered off to LA for two weeks. LA? LA. Wow. Law. Law. Yeah, I'm not singing it. It was, it was good. It was really uh, it was a massive La cultural... La dee La yes. We did um, all the amusement parks that you do. Yeah. Disney, Universal. We did a tour bus around Hollywood. Which was educational, and we talk about property prices earlier, and I think, wow, we're in a different ball game completely here. Yes, mm-hmm. um, but no, it was good and great time to spend with the family. That was the main reason, you know, get some sunshine. Do you still like your family? I still love my family. My children didn't test me yet at all. Do you think they might be listening? Is that why you're saying this? <laughs> no one listens to this. We know that by now. <laughs> Oh, very good. Well, you're looking well on it. Good. Working on my tan. Getting back on. It's northern tanning. It's just not white. <laughs> it's a very slightly off-white. Indeed. How are you? Do you know what? I really am not feeling brilliant right now. You do sound a little bit... I think I'm actually allergic to this country. Wow. Because every time I leave this country, I feel great. I have a holiday or just generally do whatever... Feels wonderful. I'm relaxed. I'm, I sleep well. I'm, I'm, you know, everything's great. Two days back, and I feel like shit. Yep. I look like shit. Yeah. No, you don't. 
Thank you. Um, <laughs> sound like shit. You, don't, you sound better in the past, yes. And, and, um, and generally feel pretty crap. Is so your, I think I'm allergic to this country. Has your mood changed as well due to all this? I'm pissed off. No, not really. Never, never, <laughs> ever are you pissed off. <laughs> no, no. The mood's fine. Okay. Cold, listen to me. I'm like, cold, you know, I, I, I was healthy when I was away. I was, I don't know. Uh, Where did you go? I went to Israel. Israel, right. Yeah, nice. And it was lovely. Everything was great. I felt great. And now I'm back. And yeah, I think I might have an allergy. You got an allergy to the UK? I think half this country has, to be honest. Getting a bit political, but you know, it's not looking good, is it? Mm. But no, the weather, I mean, we came back. When we came back from our holiday, it was the beautiful Easter weekend, which was glorious weather. Proper sunshine. That's when I topped my tan up, to be honest. Didn't have anything before that weekend, right. um, but yeah, it's just gone horrible, miserable. I'm looking at grey skies right now, and builders' bums. And okay. okay. Anyway, so what, what's what's going on? What's in the news? What is in what generally or with us? Yeah, I mean whatever. I mean uh, it's uh, it's been rants and bants time. Four isn't weeks, isn't it? Uh, good question. I mean, I've. I try to switch off on holiday um, from tech generally and work and business and shit like that and generally the UK um, which was quite nice um, but I don't think there's any significant events that have been going on really uh, I'm just thinking back because I've been, I've been back for a week and a bit a week and a half and yeah I'm just getting back into the flow of all the work very good. Um, I've got nothing news-wise, have you? No. You're that good. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, there's not a lot to talk about, really. Just holidays and yeah. Easter time and basically getting back into work. Yeah. And now recording a podcast, so all is well with the world again. Everything is perfect again. Um, Should we move on? Let's um, move on. <laughs> I'm not sure when it's that perfect. Um, yeah. We should probably move into the next segment, shouldn't we? This is awesome. We're, we're, we're on point, we're sharp, we're entertaining. We're, well, um, Two out of three are bad. Well, one out of three. Eh? One well, out of three, yeah. nearly. Three things to aspire to. Um, let's go for it. What is the next segment? Next segment. It's been so long since we've done one of these. I've kind you. of forgotten. So, pre-show messaging this morning, I, I shared you a link for article of the week. Do we have the jingle for this? Article of the week. Verbal diary with Cy and James. Okay, there it is. My editing a bit harder than usual. You will definitely um, have to put some emphasis on that one. Article of the week. So we're back. We're in a new new format. It was new about ten weeks ago. It's still new to me. That format. Because I still can't remember what the hell's going on. Yep. Um, but yes, it, 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 it was your article of the week then. It was my it was article. your article of the week, okay. It was. Um, I think it was something I got in a newsletter um, while I was away. So I was trying to keep on top of my emails, delete the crap. This one caught my attention though. Um, it's a post on the Washington Post, uh, a news item on the Washington Post. More of a thought piece by a guy called Chris Richards, uh, titled, Are Podcast Killing Music or Just Wasting Our Time? Well, before you get into it, I'd just like to comment on that title. Yeah. So he is sort of suggesting this this guy that the podcasts are either killing music 
or wasting our time. I'm not sure they're doing either of those things. But it's a very on. sensational headline. I'll give you that, and that's why it caught my attention because, as someone who listens to many podcasts, records two podcasts. One which is music related as well. It caught my attention. I was curious what this guy was ranting about. Um, and generally, I don't actually agree with him. I think he's talked a load of bollocks, quite frankly. Um, but there's definitely some really interesting facts in there. That do you want to tell us what you really think? No, no, I shouldn't do that, really. Um, but I was, I was, some of the, the, the numbers and the, the details that he's pulled out really caught my attention. There's a point in there about that there, there are. When I was on holiday, we on the flight we had um, access to some podcasts on the Interstate Flight Entertainment System. One called Startup. I don't know if you've heard of it. So it's basically about um, a guy in America who's produced podcasts in the past, but he wants to create a new startup which is a network of podcasts. And as a meta element, he records a podcast about that journey of getting there. Um, all the all the situations of running a tech company in the states, the domain sort of stuff, you know, the finances, blah blah blah, the pitch, getting all the investment. Um, they've done really well off the back of that. They sold their network for it's called Gimlet Media, and they sold it. Oh, Gimlet! To, I've heard of Gimlet. Yeah, so it was a journey of Gimlet. Um, they sold it to Spotify for two hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah. Fucking fair play to him, you know. That's a, an amazing you know, so, outcome from that. How would you value Verbal Diary in? I, I, I think we're in excess of that, surely. Soon. Yes, Soon. yes. Soon. I'm going to Angel Investors next week to just give them the, our pitch. And it is the Rants and Bounds podcast. That's it. <laughs> anyway, by the by... It could be the R&B network. Ah, people get the wrong <laughs> reason. We're investing in an R&B podcast network. <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. So, so no, I'll just call my attention. $230 million for a podcast network. Mm-hmm. Let's just think about that for a minute. $230 okay, million. Let's just think about it for a dollars. minute. Quiet time. Yeah. Did you mean quiet time thinking? If you want, yeah. Because I'm not sure that's good podcast. It's a crap podcast. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> I've thought about it. Okay. How much money is that? Is that is that a really good value for you? Is it ridiculous? Well... I mean, it, it feels to me about the right sort of money for Verbal Diary Inc. Okay. I'd accept that on our behalf. Inc. On your behalf. <laughs> You've already um, trademarked it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, so I'd say for Verbal Diary, yeah, that'd be a very good value. Okay. $230 million, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I prefer it in Sterling. But yeah, but I don't think there's much difference anymore. No, no, true, true, true. I, as I found in LA. Uh, yeah, expensive out there, by the way. I can't believe people are living like that now. So yeah, that caught attention. There was also another point about the number of podcasts that are in the market now. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Is, it. is it bigger than seven? Slightly. Apparently, there are now over half a million podcasts in circulation. Again, let's think about that for a moment. Done. I'm slower than you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Half a million. Half yeah. a million podcasts, not podcast episodes, podcasts. So of them, how many could you name personally that you listen to? I'd say somewhere between six and 300,000. <laughs> Short range there. What about you? How many could you name? So I was looking at my Overcast subscriptions this morning and I think there's 10, between eight and 10. Two of which are mine though, so it doesn't really count. So I'd, I'd say eight, yeah. And the types of podcasts that I listen to. So I think they're categories, right, when it comes to podcasts. Um, I have 
Let me look. There is one, two, three tech podcasts. And I've got one, two, three comedy podcasts. And then some self-helpy type things that I've found through Ofco. Which tech podcast do you listen to? I've subscribed to ATP, Marco Armin. I think most people in tech listen to that now, right? Um, and Grumpy Old Geeks, which seems quite appropriate to how we tend to operate. That's why I like to compare notes almost. Um, and Startup Podcast, so the Gimlet Media range, they've got some good series in there. Well, just, just for the record, I subscribe to 28 podcasts, wow. including Verbal Diary. And I would say that about seven or eight of them are music podcasts. Okay. Then there's about seven or eight tech podcasts. And then there's a few more in there that actually don't seem to post very often, which are other things. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. Maybe maybe a few more tech than seven or eight. It's more like ten. But okay. Yeah, that's that's what I've got. But quite a few music podcasts. It's interesting. So the point of this topic was around music podcasts, and I think I'm in a good rant about the fact that it's changing the way we listen to music the way that radio stations can't really compete with what's going on with Spotify, with YouTube, with podcasting as a whole. But I think we start to accept society's changing now, the way they listen to music. And that's the way it's going to go. I think it's, it's a bit of a traditionist. And there's, there's been a, a surge of like, vinyl making a comeback in music. You know, People prefer that tangible feel and the sound quality of a vinyl piece over a digital track that you can download for 80p. You know? Um, Get with the times. You've got, you've got to move with the times, unfortunately. When I started doing my music podcast in 2005, hardly anyone was doing it. It was it was quite a new thing. Now, everyone's doing it. And I, I can't stick it. I can't yeah, compete with the big guns that are doing this now. As I try to, sometimes. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I put one out yesterday um, for the, the House from this podcast I do. Again, it's just scratching an itch for me. I like making a mix of music, putting it out there for some people like listening. There's probably about 100 odd subscribers that enjoy it. That's enough for me. And 600 subscribers who don't? Probably more than that. (laughs) (laughs) I I think this article is bullshit. But I've got a slightly different take on it. Go on. So let's just put music podcasts to one side for a second and talk about talking podcasts. Yep. In fact, dear listener, you're listening to a talking podcast right now. Hello. For me... Podcasts are talk radio. Yeah. That's how I see it. I never liked talk radio because it didn't really talk about stuff I was interested in. Didn't resonate with you. Exactly. Yeah. But the brilliance about talk radio version two, aka podcasts, mm-hmm. is that there are half a million of them. Which means I'm likely to find one or two, or in my case twenty eight, that I'm interested in subscribing to. Yep. And listening to. And I listen to, I would say, over 80% of all episodes that fall into my podcast player of choice. Um, So is he actually saying, this guy, that talk radio should never have been allowed to be on the airwaves as well, especially at its height in the sort of 80s, I think it was. Um, And yet there were millions upon millions of listeners. And he talks about podcasts being anodyne and being too worried about quality and all of this sort of stuff. Um... Bullshit. I much prefer to listen to a podcast that's good quality. He says, oh, it just needs to be just good enough to, to listen to. Like, bullshit. You, dear listener, if you have listened to every episode of Verbal Diary... Kudos you, to start with. 
Well, first of all, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with that. Um, but also, you know that we record very poor quality podcasts at times, and I bet they're really hard to listen to. Um, I know when I do the edits, when we've recorded on AirPods or something, because mm-hmm. I forgot, normally it's me that forgets my headset, um, they're rubbish and they're hard to listen to. Yeah. So it does matter. And it always matters with talk radio as well, mm-hmm. which is why they use certain frequencies and move to FM as soon as possible, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah, I I think podcasts are the the only true liberal media left. And what I mean by liberal is not in a political sense. Um, So maybe I've chosen the wrong word there. It's the only true open form of media that exists. Anyone can do a podcast. I mean, if we can do it, anyone can do a podcast. They're cheap to record, cheap to host, Cheap to deal with in every way, distribute, highly accessible. It's an open standard, yep. and actually, the purchase of Gimlet is cause for concern. So, Spotify are one of a few businesses that have recognised that podcasts are part of the future of media consumption, of all consumption, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and some level of podcast listening is replacing music listening, and I don't think that's something to worry about. I think it's something to Celebrate. I think you're embracing it. Independent creators can be listened to by a decent audience. But Spotify are in the business of selling content to consume. So they, why did they buy Gimlet? They bought Gimlet to get a foothold in the podcast world. Are Spotify actually doing podcasts at any point? Is something that's exclusive to Spotify, and there are some podcasts that are mm-hmm. exclusive to Spotify. That's not a podcast. No, that's not open anymore. Exactly. So we should be celebrating and protecting podcasts. We should be protecting this media form, not decrying it as anything other than what it is, which is a open, truly democratic system. Democratic is the best word. Think, um, yeah. And one which we enjoy. You and I, Simon, we're, we're, we're sitting here right now enjoying the open freedom of podcasting. Absolutely. You, dear listener are enjoying the open freedom of listening to this part. I say enjoying. And being able to turn um, it off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the other best thing, yeah, the, the stop button that exists. You don't but, get that on radio. You've got to keep listening to that crap if you don't like it. You can't, you can't skip through conversations you're not interested in. But the, the, the point being that I, I agree with you, this is, this, this is a load of bullshit. He sounds like a self-serving, slightly narcissistic anti-podcaster who seems to think that music is some special form of media it's like an elite club to him though that's the problem I don't I have a problem with creativity and don't quality quality either but the fact that he's making sure it's got to be done in a certain way that's what pisses me off about this you know when podcasting became a thing I was like ooh I can maybe put some mp3s out on this some mixes that I've made and see if it works the fuck he took off I found some old screenshots from 2005 last week of it climbing the charts in iTunes and just to prove I did this in my own time just by producing something that I enjoyed. And thankfully, other people saw the point as well. But taking that from Spotify to go, now we're gonna, we're gonna claim you as a content creator and brand it as ours and keep it enclosed in our world. That, that's what we don't want. We want to avoid that. I think Spotify's purchase of Gimlet validates this media mm-hmm. in a way that this particular author seems to take objection to at some level. He's got to be in his bonnet, and uh, like we have now, so we can't be too preachy about that. But you know, but his closing line is this: "Whatever asks from for our most attentive listening, 
should aspire to be the most worthy of it. And I think, I think one of the things I would say is, no one can make that judgment but yourself. Let me be honest. If I was not part of this podcast, but merely a listener, I'd have probably unsubscribed. But um, <laughs> the choice is yours. You decide. If, if you think this is worth your attention, stay subscribed. Tell your friends. Maybe even give us a like or rate or something in your favourite. Tweet podcast. at us. There hashtag, uh, I think we need a hashtag here. Hashtag, you are worthy of my attention. With podcasts. Make sure it's nice and long, yeah? Um, or just hashtag love podcast. Or what about just hash, hashtag you are worthy? Tweet at, uh, at Verbal Diary Show. Anyway, the, I think the, that's our episode title now. <laughs> but the, the, um, if you don't like it, if you don't think what we're doing here is worth your attention, we're, we're not going to hold it against you if you Hell choose no. to unsubscribe. If you tell your friends that this is a shit podcast, we'll hold that against you. But they've got to you, learn themselves. Exactly. Everybody has to make their own choice. Um, but yeah, I think that that's that's a key point for me. And, and yeah, I, I could rant about podcasts for a while because I actually strongly believe in the goodness of podcasts. Absolutely, I completely agree. I thought it would be a good topic to bring back after our little break, um, and I think we're both on the same page, which is rare actually when it comes to these things <laughs> I feel humbled by the brilliance of your article of the week oh bless you good good lad <laughs> well I think that's something I've got nice week. the there. best thing about podcasting for me is the way you can just lie to your co-hosts really easily should we move on yes my dear friend <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to your part of the segment your segment of the podcast no I think it's a really good article by the way genuinely I'm not, I'm not lying really. I, did, I did want to bring it up just thinking are we still doing this for the right reasons and are we still enjoying this are, is anyone listening please give us a quick hashtag love podcasting so we we can see there's someone out there that's gone oh yeah it's alright mm-hmm. it'll do mm-hmm. it's not that shit <laughs> very British answer got nothing no, else bad. to do well that, that's high praise indeed Okay, cool. If someone if someone British said about this podcast, it's a bit shit. I'd be happy because that's actually quite that's impressed. Great um, feedback. No, but thank you for that. That's good. It's good, good stuff. Good article. I enjoyed that. Good. Right then, let's I'm move on to never reading anything this guy writes ever again. I'm blocking him. <laughs> I'm unsubscribing from him personally. So let's take it over to picture of the week, your segment, and it's your turn. Do I have to sing the theme song? Do it. Picture. Of the week. Good work. Verbal diary with Si and James. So I was on holiday last week. Oh really? You didn't mention yeah. that. And I had to take a taxi. Oh, oh, oh. Interesting. And I'm sending you a picture of the setup. The setup that this uh, taxi driver had. So this is in the taxi. Yeah. Okay. But before I send you, I'm just going to tell you about a highlight of this journey. Okay. This was one of the craziest taxi drivers I've ever, I've ever come across. He, 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 he only knew how to use the accelerator pedal in one way, or two ways, I suppose, which was not at all, or all of it. There was nothing in between. He had a binary accelerator. Binary. <laughs> uh, it was wild, actually. Um, and he was so impatient. We'd be at a set of traffic lights. They'd be going through from red to orange, and he was already hooting. Come on, come on. It's like, 
<laughs> Dude, they're not even green yet. Come on, give us a chance here. Um, I love it. He nearly ran over a cyclist and blamed the cyclist. Um, <laughs> this was anyway, a major holiday in entertainment to start with. We stopped at a set of traffic lights. Okay. Big road, quite, quite, quite a main road. I think it was like three lanes on each side. But, but you know, big set of traffic lights where the wait was going to be maybe three minutes, something like that. Okay. Maybe even four. And you know, I'm sure you've all seen anyone listening, I'm sure you've seen, so when you stop at a traffic light, someone comes up and tries to clean your windscreen. I had exactly this in LA. Right. And then they ask you for money. Yeah. Well, where I was, they don't want to do that anymore. No one gave, gives them money for cleaning the windscreen. So the latest thing is, they do a circus act at the traffic lights. We saw this. This well. guy walks into the middle of the road with a multicoloured um, ladder, maybe that was maybe 14 foot high. Climbs to the top of the ladder, juggles five balls for about 20 seconds, does a handstand on the top of the ladder, sort of does a big sort of like, ta-da, moment, pulls out a, a hat that he then takes with his ladder and asks people to donate for his performance. I couldn't believe it. I was sitting in the back of this taxi thinking, I must be in some sort of dreamland here, because I've got this taxi driver who's got a binary... Um, accelerator pedal and a guy doing a bloody circus act in the middle of the road um, excellent anyway anyway I thought to myself I've seen it all now um, <laughs> I'll die now so <laughs> die happy yeah. in this car probably it was very funny this, this thing and he got he, a couple of people gave him money and then he just goes off to the side of the road and that's it I mean I, the next I just I just I don't know um, but yes I've sent you the picture okay of the setup that this guy had Okay. Um, because oh, I just wow. loved it. I just loved it. How can he see out his windscreen? Exactly. So, <laughs> so I try to describe it. So first of all, he had one of these rear view mirrors. It, it must have been one and a half feet wide. This rear view mirror, it's, <laughs> and it's curved, really heavily curved. I did think to myself, can you can you actually see anything out of that? I I can see myself very clearly in it, and quite a, an attractive sight it was. But of the, course. Um, but yeah, this huge rear view mirror, the biggest one I've ever seen. That and is then, massive. So on the right of his rear view mirror, uh, at the same sort of level as it, he, he's got um, a cam, dash cam. Yep. And that's a two-way dash cam, so pointing into the car and pointing out to the front. So that's fine. Okay. Um, you can see on the, on the left side of the mirror, just underneath where the, the rear view mirror is, you can see the video from the dash cam. Okay. And that's how I assume he knew where he was going, because he must have been watching that. Um... Then underneath the dash cam, there's his phone. With, with a, he's using Waze there. And throughout this journey, he was receiving text messages and phone calls and dealing with it on his phone, which was a full-on stretch away, maybe even a bit more. And he's typing out text messages and answering the phone and stuff. Then in the middle, he's got his little ticket system, which is the... Um, uh, that's the meter, basically. Right, okay. And then it can print off. Underneath, he's got he's got another phone down below. I don't know what's going on. Not in the picture is the radio system for the taxi company he's on, which is shouting at him non-stop. He's got a maximum volume. He's also got the radio on as well. Um, and then directly in his line of sight is this box. I have no idea what it is. I don't know what's on it. It's got a green light on the top. It's got a screen. I'd say that screen was probably about five or six inches wide. Yeah. And it's right in his eye line. That's the best one, I think. <laughs> How can he see where he's going? It has to be the other little screen that's using the dash cam. It's got the dash cam picture of, of where he's going. It has to be the only way you can see where he's going. I don't understand. And he drove at four billion miles an hour 
with you surely your... unable to see what he's doing. Is your child in the car? Yes. Wow. In a clapped out old Peugeot. Oh, brilliant. This time in a high spec car. <laughs> I, I just. I was just looking at this guy thinking, I don't understand how you can see what's going on, why you have this bright screen glaring into your face. And although it's difficult to turn the picture, this was at dusk. Right. Yeah? <laughs> and, and by the time. So this, this was about. This picture was taken maybe five or six minutes into a 20 minute journey. Okay. At the end of the 20 minute journey, it was dark. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that it was quite dusk time. Is the iPhone that I took this on it seems to really lightened up the picture. Anyway, um, it was pretty much dark at like 15 minutes after this picture. And all so, those screams glaring away. Glaring away at him. <laughs> I have no idea. And you made it. I lived to tell the tale. Well done. <laughs> I just don't understand. How can he see where he's going? It's brilliant. That's that's a sign of modern society, though. How many screens do you need in your car of all places? <laughs> I mean, I don't even have my phone on display. It's got the sat nav as part of the, you know, the main dash, and that's it. I can understand as a taxi driver, you might need a little bit more. You, you might want to use ways. Phone system. Once you get somewhere quickly, I get that. Yeah, you go in an Uber. They've got a phone. Most system. of them now just got the smartphone with Uber. Yeah. And the, the, yeah, all the calls coming through. And they use ways a yeah. lot of them because it's the best for traffic. Apparently. Yeah. I'm actually not better than fan. Google apparently. Um, anyway, it's fantastic image, and I love the story. It's this proper picture of the week, mate. It's, it's, isn't it? I just don't understand. <laughs> The other thing I loved about his car is, is his steering wheel condom. What is that? It's like a protection for his steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love the way it's got like lumps on the sides. But as Sandals. you can see, what, what, what might not be easy to tell from this actual picture is, do you think, he, do you think he's holding that wheel? No. He's not holding the Jesus wheel. Means. How fast do you think we were going when I took that picture? 80 miles an hour. Maybe not 80, <laughs> but probably 50. You know. Uh, he's, he's changing gear, I think, or he's holding the gear stick. He's not, I don't know if he's holding the wheel or not, but yeah, we're doing about 50 miles an hour. And it's not a modern Tesla self-driving car at all. No. This is the Peugeot 106. <laughs> this is a, well, it's not a 106, but it, it, this is a shitty old Peugeot. That is fab. I I, it. It's not often that I'm nervous in a car, but that was one time I was a bit nervous in a car. Were, were they outside the airport? How did you get this? This was at a hotel I picked this car up. Right. So was it just a random taxi driver? It was just randomly heckled in. Yeah, random taxi driver. Interesting. Probably shouldn't do that again. That's what I've always done. There's never been a problem. Well, you made it, which is the main thing. But what a great story. I lived to tell the tale. So what do you say about the um, the entertainment at the traffic lights? When we were in LA, we we took an incorrect diversion through, I think, Compton at some point. but for somewhere along that journey, I couldn't tell you where it was. There was one chap that came around, did a squeegee across the windscreen. I was saying, no, 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 no. He still did it. No, no, I'm not doing it. I don't want it. No, go away. He still did it. And the kids were just laughing in the back of the car. And on the other side of the road, there was a juggler with three massive sort of juggling instruments, whatever they were, juggling away. Even the kids said, how do you give them the money? I, thought, I think you just throw it at them as you go past afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm not going to open my window to this person. This is, this is just unsafe. Why is this? I've never seen this before. We've both been on holiday and witnessed strange crossroads entertainment. Well, I think entertainment's pushing here, but yeah. So that, that, I was going to use something slightly different for the picture of the week. I, I was debating because oh. I had another rant lined up. Okay. I'm going to hit you with the rant. Hit me. Can you um, just tell me next time? <laughs> so, 
I went. I, my wife didn't come with on my holiday. Right, lucky lady. So, I mean, <laughs> so um, she said to me when, when you're on the way home at the airport, you know, the duty free. Oh yeah. I said, would you have a look and see if you can buy me some face cream, a particular type of face cream? Right. So I'm, I'm a right one to be asked to buy face cream. I mean, fuck it out. Um, I'm going to put a cream on my face. Um, Somebody just cake creamy. I'm more, I'm more of a creamer than a creamy. Oh. Um, anyway, so I go to the duty. I've got no clue what I'm doing. Did she not give you a brand or anything like that? Or yeah, she did. She did. She did. But anyway, so I go in and uh, I find someone to help me. They're about, they're about as interested in helping me as... as well, as someone who isn't very interested at all. Sounds about right. Couldn't think of a metaphor, sorry. Um, and so I said, I explained what I was looking for, and my wife had sent me a text message with the exact words to ask for. So I, I repeated them. Well, I was like, this one, um, I want a, uh, it says here, don't go Yeah, I like that. Typical cloak um, in a makeup shop, yeah. So she says, oh, we don't have anything for that brand, but I'll show you the three things we have that would oh, fit your needs. Okay. So I'm like, all right, well, what I'll do is I'll take the three things, take a picture of them, send them to the wife, and she can tell which one she wants. Yeah. So she she picks out these three products, and they're all like 50 or 75 mil cream pots. Yeah, pots. There's like mil. a Clarins yeah. and a this, and I don't even know what make they were. And then I looked at the prices for a face cream. How much do you think the most expensive of these face creams oh, was? Oh, I know. A small pot, a small pot. I know where you're going with this, but having been through travelling in airports with my wife for the last few weeks, I know where you're going. I think there was one that was probably around 70 quid. So the most expensive one was $125. Jesus. $128. The next one was, I think, about $110. And then there was one for $28. (laughs) Those were the three. Let me guess which one you went for. I didn't go for any of them. So I messaged the wife and I said to her, I'm, not, I'm just not buying you $120 50, face cream. 50 grams of face cream. Of Maldi for three which quid. Will, which will last like a week. Yeah. Uh, like, screw that. I said, but there's this one here, it's $28. And I sent her a picture of the product and, and her reply to me was simply, don't buy that, it's crap. <laughs> I was like, it's $28 for like 50 grams or something. <laughs> How can it be crap? So... If anyone out there can explain to me why women's and it was targeted at women, women's sure face creams. As well. right. This this was that she, she wanted like an extra firming SPF hydrating. I don't even know what, what brand. Well, the, the cheap one that she said was crap was L'Oreal. Okay. Um, can anyone out there explain why it's okay to pay one hundred and twenty something dollars for a small pot of face cream? If you could tweet at me, I'm at Nortals, use the hashtag um, face cream is expensive. That's good. Let me know, because I have no idea. Do you have any idea? I think, I think generally because people will buy into the crap they shove all over the packaging. And that's... I'm just gonna, I want to read to you what it says on the L'Oreal package. It Go says on. here, L'Oreal Paris, new formula. Because you're worth it. Revitalift. What does that mean? Revitalift. Isn't that a made-up bullshit marketing word? Hydrating SPF 30 cream. Okay, that's some protection. I can go for that. Advanced pro-retinol. Ooh, I'm going on my eyes. What the fuck is pro-retinol? I'm, I'm, I'm all for eyes. And, <laughs> with a plus sign, fibrolastil. You make this shit. Fibrolastil, isn't that something you take when you're blocked up? 
I just <laughs> that's fine with Axel. Okay, <laughs> we're getting it wrong. But yeah, so if you can, if anyone out there can explain hashtag face cream is expensive um, at Nautils I've or got, at Verbal Diary Show, I've got one potential listener who might be able to respond to this. I uh, think they'll uh, know. I think they might know. Yeah. Anyway, but, anyway, it's, it's I couldn't believe it, so I bought nothing in the end. I was, gonna, I was waiting for you to say, so I've got all three, just not getting trouble. Well, what did you buy at Duty Free? Uh, nothing. Um, I did look. My wife went and bought she loads of makeup because it was actually cheaper than where it, in the UK. But interestingly, in the States, the prices were more than if you were in the UK. In, the, in fact, in Canada, in our layover, it was actually quite good value. So I'm not sure what's happening there. Well, I, I can have a good old rant about makeup if you want. It's like women. Why do you need to spend so much to make yourself look good when you, or you think you're making yourself look good? Us men, we don't put any makeup on. And we look amazing. And look at us. We look, we look awesome. Fantastic. I mean, Simon, you are a picture of beauty as I sit here looking at you. I almost can't control myself. And Please how go. much have you spent on makeup for today? I, I spent on a grand total of uh, zero pounds. I'm not ashamed. I had a, I put some shower gel on. That's what I've done. That's all I've used today. But you didn't wash it off. And then I left it on the later. <laughs> all laughed up. So I don't know. No, I understand that you know if you want to wear makeup, whatever. But it's it's very expensive. I think it's because women will not just women. Anyone will pay for it because they want it. Yeah, that's what it's down to. Not trying, you know. Honestly, I get it. It amazes me what when when this my wife came back. She said, "I bought this and this and this." How much have you spent? Well, it's all under hundred pounds each. What? No, I yeah. never buy makeup. No. My wife buys it all, but I was looking around the duty free shop, and it's like, have this mascara for four million pounds. Yeah. Have this, I don't know. They had a brush. They had a little brush. Must have been about maybe four inches long. This brush, and it was really nice. I felt it. It was soft. Um, I thought, oh, I could. It's quite a nice brush. Maybe I could brush out. You know, when, when I've had a shave, I could use it to brush all the hairs out of my shaver. Um, and then I looked at the price. This brush was about fifteen dollars. It's a brush. Bloody hell! You fifteen dollars down Wicks, you get a pack of twenty paintbrushes. I, I, I bet it probably does the same job. I'd love you to get that for your wife. I've got a pack of brushes, love. <laughs> get painted. I don't know. I, I don't get. I don't get the prices. I, I get the principle. I get why you might want to wear makeup if you do. I get. I get the whole thing. Yeah. I get that bit of it. I don't get the prices. Prices are just surreal. But yeah. Good rant. So face cream. That's my new mission is to find out what's in face cream. Okay. Because it's probably, I, I don't know. Is, is, is it actually science? Does, does face cream work? Or is face cream... I think it can. Astrology. I don't think it does all those things it says in the packaging, but I think there are benefits, obvious benefits. But yeah, good rant, mate. You feel better? Not really. Oh, well. Oh, just that's, that's, on green. <laughs> you're, just, you're just scraping the, like, the top of the deep barrel of rantage that I've built up over the last rantage. four or five weeks. Yeah, that's um, good. I, I also, I mean, I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going for the Go next on. round. Get it all off. It's three weeks worth. So we landed at the airport. We came into Luton Airport Ooh, okay. uh, the other morning or evening it was. Um, not, not my favourite airport, but it's fine. And we're walking through and we get the luggage. You know, you pick up your luggage. Um, you go through customs, we went through the green channel. Um, I had nothing to declare, not even my genius. Um, so left that here. Um, and um, I expected to just walk out and my wife would be there waiting to pick me up, a smile on her face. 
Um, I did eventually meet up with my wife. I'm not sure she was smiling. Um, I had to go to a shop. They call it a duty-free shop. But you have to pay the duty because... And it's full price. You're really. through. It's just a shop where they were selling 500ml bottles of water for £2. Yeah. It's like, I don't... Well, it's not that much outside. To, why do I have to walk through a shop before I can exit into the main bit of the airport, which is basically just a shop with a small airport attached to it? I don't... I, this is what airports have become, supermarkets. I, I don't get it. I, I didn't get that. No. no one's buying in that shop. No one's buying anything in that shop. When you land, the last thing you're thinking is, I must go shopping. Yeah, you're just like, let for me get... shit, I don't need. I just need to get out, my loved ones are waiting for me, or I've got, got to get somewhere. To get across. Yeah, I've got a taxi driver waiting for me, I'm going to catch a train, <laughs> whatever it Binary is. Binary accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't get that. I don't get that. There are certain elements of travelling that I just don't get at all. Yeah. The whole process of travelling is, 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 is fairly strange when you think about it. You know? yeah. uh, uh, the airport bit of it. like Aircraft, amazing. What an amazing piece of technology. Can't believe that, you know, you went to LA, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's 5,500 miles away. Yeah. Uh, not nautical, that's statue miles. Um, 11 hours or so, bang, you're there. Um, incredible incredible you know you're flying what, six eight miles whatever it is in the sky yep. it's just it's just insane yeah you're in a tube you've got people at the front enjoying themselves in like like beds and all that sort of shit you're in the cheap seats Naturally. there's all the screaming kids um northern roads yeah um it's a bit but it's the airport bit it's just quite, such a shit experience i know we've got to be careful with security and all that sort of stuff but wow how what painful long awful process it is do you think it's better to uh, have Profiling or not in the airport security? Oh, you've gone off on a tangent now. There was something on the radio this morning about this. They did um, face recognition in um, some airports. They didn't have boarding passes. They just got straight to the plane. Actually, it was on Grumpy Old Gits. I was listening to them this morning. And the fact that it, it freaks you out, but they're doing this anyway, right? And certain countries can get away with keeping that information forever as well. It's not even like a temporary solution. They're doing it, right? And I'll just prepare. But would you prefer to have profiling or not? I don't have a problem with it. In fact, if it made it, this experience easier and seamless, carry on. So I think it's easy for us to say that. I would t- tend to agree with you because we're white men. We're not going to be targeted. I see where you're going. Um, yeah. But it does seem to me that airport security is actually not... I don't know how efficient and how secure it actually is. It's know. inconsistent. That's what I find. Some airports ask you to take your shoes off. Some don't. I don't and, get. And what's with the liquids? Yeah. So Why I flew out of Luton and I've got like I can't have any liquids. It's got to go into a little plastic bag. Yep. All of this bullshit. I then flew home. I was in Israel, a nation well known for its lax security. Um, you go through the airport, no problem. You can have as much liquid as you like. A barrel um, of petrol under your arm. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're walking through with like 20 litres in a, in a canister where it says, highly flammable, do not take on an aircraft. No problem at all, as long as it goes through the scanner. Um, and, and, yeah, it's just these differences are really irritating. And, of course, I forgot that I didn't have to do the whole liquid rigmarole, so I didn't buy water before getting to the airport, so I had to pay airport prices. Oh, you paid $3 for a bottle of water. No, I paid, I paid uh, what did I pay? Seven shekels I paid for a, a small bottle of water, which is uh, about pound fifty. That's pretty um, good. I paid $5 for a bottle of water in Canada. 
two. I had to buy two, one, one each, because we all had little like, germs going around. Not sharing bottles, obviously. Ten dollars for two bottles of water. Well, uh, yeah, we bought a few small ones, but it was. I just airports just confuse me a little bit. All this stuff. I don't know how effective it is. I'd, I'd be interested to read something on it. Maybe I should look that up and perhaps make something like that my article of the week for next week. Airport security. You're going to give us homework. We're not going to do. No. Good. I'm just going to make it article of the week. So, <laughs> so we just talk about it next week. Indeed, but it does. I don't know if you find that as well. Like airport security is a bit weird. It's, it's it's inconsistent. That's what I find confusing. If it was consistent, I'd get it. It's the fact that some security guys say, take belts off, please, take your shoes off, please, all, all the metallics, all your gadgets. Others just let you walk through with belts, shoes, whatever they choose, which ones are important. It's weird. Do you like flying? I don't mind it. Like, ignore all the airport crap. Like, you get on the plane. If I, was just, if I could just walk straight onto a plane, I wouldn't have a problem with it. It's fine. Like I say, it's a, it's a bloody amazing feat that we're doing this, right? It's, it's the guff around it all that bothers me. What about you? Oh, I love flying. I, I, I'm a bit of an aviation geek. I know from our previous episodes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, so I love it, and yeah, I think yeah, I just think do you geek out when you see which plane you're getting? You go, oh, oh, it's a seven seven seven, and oh, you know what type well, of it is. I really knew what plane we were on, like before we got ahead. But you know, when you get your tickets and you're like, oh, it's that kind of plane. I'm going to do my research and look at YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was flying EasyJet, so I knew it'd be an A320. <laughs> I didn't. Shit. I didn't. <laughs> No, they're, they're very good planes. Really? Yeah, excellent. Okay. Local airlines are the best aircraft, typically. Okay. Particularly the big airlines. Okay. Because they, they don't keep the planes very long. Five years, maybe. Okay. So they're never old. Um, this was a, an A320neo, so the new engine option. Um, very quiet. Very good. I, I think EasyJet, fantastic. Okay. Um, and I think their planes are excellent. I think obviously, they pack you in all of that. Business, yeah, yeah. That and all the upsells. But stuff. the technical aspects of the planes are fantastic. They're, they're new. Very good. This plane was about 18 months old. I have been on this plane before. Okay. Um, this specific aircraft, I'd be, I, I went on it when it was a few weeks old. Nice. And I went on it just the other day. Um, and so I like it. It's quiet. It's a pretty smooth ride. It's good. Cool. It's good. And I find EasyJet to be pretty good from a, a, an economy the low perspective. Low cost economy one. I yeah. think they're better than any other economy. I haven't come across a better economy than EasyJet. We you? What's the other one? The, God, I forgot what they're called. Jess Glynn does that bloody soundtrack for him all the time. Um, oh, I've forgotten the chord now. Jet 2. Jet 2? Jet 2. I've flown Jet 2 a few times. We, we were pleased with them last couple of times. They're yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, so I've, have I been on the new Jet 2 planes, which are also A320s? I can't remember. Okay. But they're normally 737s, which I don't like as much as the A320s. They're, they're not as wide the cat in the cabin. But, but um, This is what I'm talking about. You're geeking out on the type of plane. <laughs> but I do like Jet I think Jet 2 service is not bad. Yeah. Don't, their seats are not as good as these Jet, though. Okay. Even though the legroom is quite comparable, the seats are not as good. They're not quite as wide. Okay. Um, the seat belts are not quite as big, so they're not quite as comfortable to wear. But also, I don't like their tray table drink holder setup. Okay. That shit, that little sort of like thing that pops down to hold. Oh, drink. the weird ring that hangs. Yeah, the yeah, the I don't, don't like that. But if you can get row two on the right hand side of the plane, so that's the DEF side of the plane. If you can get row two, you get extra meters of legroom, and you can fly in that row with a child. Amazing. Um, You're a proper geeking out on the planes now. So, yeah, no, Jet 2 is pretty good. Okay. Well, I've, I've, flew, I've flown BA economy in the last few years. It is atrocious. Way worse than EasyJet, in my personal view. Okay. I hate getting food on a plane. hate it. I never want to be it's given food dreadful food. The ship food, you have to eat it when they want you to eat it. You, have to, you can only have it cleared up when they want to clear it up. It's like, but fuck that, I'm going to make sandwiches, yeah? 
Um, take a banquet. We do. We take, we take a picnic. We take a picnic. I took your blanket. Sandwiches. This time I took some egg sandwiches, some cheese sandwiches. How did you get them through? Baby Bell. We had cucumber for the little one to munch on. You're allowed to take this stuff through penguins. security. Yeah, of course. I didn't really it's take liquid. food through. It's okay. It's not liquid. I'm always told to throw that stuff away. No, no, no. You can't take it into another country. So you've got to eat it on the plane. Yeah, you throw it away before you get through customs. See, okay. You throw it away what's called airside, my friend. Noted for next time. Um, and, yeah, it, it's much prefer that. I make a mean sandwich. I'm sure. And uh, I take what I want. Like, you know, if it's like an early morning flight, I might, you know, I'll take a little frying pan and some bacon. <laughs> I was thinking um, <laughs> going to take a curry. <laughs> no, you know, take, take the right sort of sandwiches, you know. Okay. Basically, it's an egg sandwich. I'm Jewish. The less smelly one. We're, we're Jewish. We take to make salmon and cream cheese sandwiches. Um, that's traditional for us. But, okay. Uh, no, but it's, it's great. It, you know, I much prefer to do that. I hate the airline. Unless you're in business class. Okay. And they, they give you something more It's a bit edible. better. It's a bit better. Although, last time I flew BA business, I really was very, very yeah. upset by the uh, food. Our return flight from LA, United Airlines, they gave us, we had to pay for this as well. We, they gave us awful sandwiches that was stale and tasteless cling film wraps but I'd made them they made them at home fucking dreadful and they charged a fortune for it as well which just yeah icing on the cake that would have been nice actually a bit of icing on the cake <laughs> we kept it moist yeah anyway rant done I think on that one airline food airline That's food a, yeah there's a lot more to say. Maybe we should do an aviation podcast. An aviation special or just the full series. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're on an Airbus. I've got a lot to say about aircraft. This might be your spin-off. Spin-off. <laughs> Excellent. Good photo. Good story. Great rant. And we've should gone we, well over our Should we finish it up? Should we wrap it up? time to wrap up. Come on, Si, do the socials. Before we do that, do we have an episode title that we should... Uh, I thought you had one before. What was it? Um, we've gotten it already. I'll, I'll listen back in the edit. <laughs> what was it? We had good... Uh, one of the early phrases, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It'll come to us. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, that's gone. Well, that, we, we could title it the R&B Network. Oh, oh, R&B Network. Thing. do the socials let's do the socials so as always you can listen to us on the Apple Musics the iTunes the Spotify's and the YouTubes um, get in touch at Cy at Nautils at Furball Diary Show we're on the Twitter Facebook and I think that's probably all we need to be on quite frankly um, yeah give us a love like rate review feedback tweets anything just tell us how, what you think of us make sure that we are doing the right thing our podcasts ruining music. <laughs> Let us know. Anything else? Don't forget the hashtags, which hashtags. I've already forgotten. I've forgotten. We need to make notes while we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're just ad lib. It's great. <laughs> but there, are, there were hashtags mentioned. Feel free to use them or not. You can tweet. We'll us put them that. in the show notes so you can get them easily. Excellent. Yep. Good. Wrap it up. Are we done? I think we're done. We're done. We're done.